Welcome back to the BFR Podcast. My name is Dave. I'm joined by my co-host, Ficky. Today, we have DWC hopping back on the pod. Um, we're excited to bring him on, but Ficky, before we do, man, how are you doing? I know you moved. Do you have AC? Yes, do have AC, which is the most important thing. Thank God. If I moved somewhere we didn't have AC, we would have some problems, right? Uh, but yeah, moving, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. If you've ever moved in a life, I'm sure you understand. That is not a fun process, but I will say we're finally done finally done i can chill kick my feet back relax so in perfect time too right when the season's about to get going back up again like yeah perfect timing it's important man but um we'll just let's go ahead and hot let's go ahead and bring dwc in and then we'll talk with you guys all right we have dwc back on the pod uh first of all man thank you for joining us again how are you doing i'm doing well man just got back from uh first week of work so that was a lot of fun but excited to talk some bears football with you guys again yeah, and for and for those that don't know, this obviously you just started your new job. What, so what are you doing outside of Bears content, YouTube? What what are you kind of working on now? Yeah, so I'm doing tax accounting because that was what, that was what my degree was in college. Um, I didn't use that degree for like a few years because I was doing YouTube, but got back in the working world. Um, and excited to do that, obviously, right? Because I can still do YouTube along with that on the weekends, and so you, you guys can still expect content from me on Twitter, on YouTube, but have another thing to, you know, the, to pay the bills, obviously. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Mickey, man, you moved. How you doing? Oh man. Tired. No, I'm good. Like most of the things are done. The floor, I can actually like see my floor and there's nothing on it. You know what I mean? Cause I don't know if you've ever moved recently, but like, yeah, it's like a game of Tetris, just like getting things in and then trying to put them in the right place. So o- almost <laughs> done. So I'm happy actually get yeah, I'm sh- chill and relax. Yeah. And then uh, we have, as far as like moving, I, I we just moved like last year and it was probably the worst experience. Like I don't ever want to do it again. So I don't envy oh you there. Um, no, it is. It is God. I wouldn't even wish this on my enemies. <laughs> like it's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> and then DWC, you kind of posted a, a clip of like your office view, which is insane. It's in Chicago, right? Yeah, just yeah, like it's, down um, it's 71 South Wacker. So it's right by Ogilvy mm-hmm. basically on 26 oh, yeah. floors. So really good view. You can see all of Chicago land. Um, yesterday when it was raining so much, I could see like the entire tornado. But I mean, I didn't see a tornado there, but I could see like the winds and everything. So it was, it was pretty cool. Awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Is the commute too bad awesome. or? Commute isn't too bad, right? Because I take the, I take the Metro, which I'm about an hour out with the express train. So like one hour isn't too bad. I'd say, nah. um, gets annoying sometimes because we had a tornado warning a few days ago where they stopped the trains for like 45 minutes. So that kind of sucked, but <laughs> yeah, that sounds like that does not sound fun. Yeah, definitely. Not. All right. <laughs> um, so um, this, uh, this episode is going to kind of be laid back. I, as you know, DWC, you've kind of tweeted about it. This is kind of still the dead time. We're about two weeks away from training camp. Um, I think we'll have uh, a couple things to talk about, like the NFL top 100. We have, I think the QB tiers coming out as well. But as far as content, it's kind of drying up. So we're just going to, we asked you guys for questions and you guys kind of delivered with some really good ones. And DWC uh, is going to help us kind of answer some of those. So we'll start with the first one. This is going to be from AJ on Twitter. Um, If you could guess who would be the surprise riser on the depth chart, who would it be? Uh, DWC, we'll start with you, man. Sure, yeah. I mean, I kind of want to say Terrell Smith, the cornerback out of Minnesota, um, because that's a guy that I feel like nobody's talking about right now because it's a fifth-round pick, you know, not really highly drafted. We already got so many cornerbacks that we drafted higher than him, like, you know, Kyler Gordon last year, Tarek Stevenson this year. But maybe he could be a guy that challenges Tarek Stevenson for playing time or maybe even Kyler Gordon. Like, I'm not going to go out right and, like, predict that, but – there's a lot mm-hmm. to like out of his tape as well. He, he's very athletic, obviously. 
Um, so if he has a really good camp, you know, who's to say he can't beat out Tarek Stevenson, even though Tarek Stevenson was a second round pick. So I would go with um, Terrell Smith. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like that one. Uh, Ficky man, how are you feeling with that? He stole my like, we always think alike. I swear, like every time I ask the question, I have the same answer. That was my pick. And and yeah, of course, fantastic minds think alike. But, you know, another reason, another key point why I say that, I agree with all those points, but if you listen to how Eberflus like hyped him up, oh gosh, seems so long ago, like a month ago when they had like rookie mini camp and all that, he talked, he mentioned Terrell Smith like two or three times, like unprovoked. So that lets me know that he's actually doing things to stand out in in practices, which is a good sign. So I think because based because a lot of our rookies, I feel like are like I want to say Javon Dexter, but I'm like, you're probably going to be one anyways. Like, I think you might be the biggest surprise, like not surprise, but like you might thrive the most, but you're already kind of set as one. So I don't know if that's really a riser, right? Because you're already DT one or I guess Justin Jones, depending on where he plays. But so it's either Terrell Smith or I'd go uh, Javon. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was. I kind of was thinking both of those as well. So I guess I'll kind of go to my third option, um, which is a good one. I think I'll, we'll go with Tyler Scott. I think he could surprise a lot of people in camp, especially when it comes to like Bayless um, and maybe those other two kind of borderline roster, almost maybe cuts. So I think he has the potential just where he was picked. I think there's a lot of hype behind him, um, but he's going to have to prove it obviously. But uh, that leads me kind of to my next question. It was about Bayless. This is from Alex um, on Twitter as well. It says, will Bayless make the team? Um, I don't know. I don't know how you feel, DWC. How you feel about Valus? Do you think he has a shot, or is he kind of a lock? He'll make the team. I mean, he's not a lock, obviously, because he wasn't that good last year. He was a third. I mean, he was a third round pick, so he will get a longer leash in that regard. But we do have so much receiver death now that where he's not going to be guaranteed a starting spot or a roster spot. But if you look at his average kickoff return yards last year, he was actually number three ranked, you know, in the entire NFL. Which I know he had obviously like fumbles, but that was on the punt returns. So like at least for the kickoff returns, he was really good last year and if he's if that's the only value is going to provide you i still think that's fine to keep him as a wide receiver number six because he's also going to be on the field for like gadget types of plays you know sweeps and stuff like that so he, he i mean he has game-changing speed right it's just it didn't come all together last year which i know he's 25 so like you're not going to give him too much time to develop but i i still want to see Bayless on this team for next year because we saw good things out of him at the end of last year too like the last game of the year he almost ruined our tank kind of by scoring a touchdown against the Vikings. So there's, there's a lot to like still in Bill Jones. He's not going to be, you know, charged with being wide receiver number two, wide receiver number three. Now it's going to be wide receiver number six, which I think is totally fine for his role. So I, I think he's making the team. Yeah. I like all that, man. I, I um, Ficky, where do you stand on that? With yeah, I got to agree. I know. It, when it, when it comes to uh, people that are like, when you're not a starter, you got to look, okay, what else are you bringing in a lot of times at special teams, right? So if we look at the wide receivers, right? So people that could possibly get in front of them, you have EQ, you have uh, uh, Dante Pettis, and then Bayless kind of in that like, what, six, five, six, seven. And Dante Pettis does punts. So I think he's going to make the team, right? Valus Jones does kickoff returns, so I think he's going to make the team, and he does kickoff returns well. EQ doesn't do anything special teams, so if there's anyone that's going to get that will not get as much playing time and has a likelihood to be cut because he does he can't contribute in other areas, it's probably going to be EQ over Valus, in my opinion. Also, <laughs> let's think about this: like this is how GMs are when they draft someone, they're going to hold on to them as long as they can because that is tied 
to them. And this was Poles' first draft. So you think that man's going to be like, nah, this is my first mistake, and then cut him right away? It would have, it would, he would really have to be like disastrous or, you know, just not, not the only reason I can see him getting cut if he doesn't have like the mental fortitude. So like, they're like, Oh, this man's half-assing in practice and not really giving it all. But I don't think that's the case. It was just kind of like, he just wasn't that good last year. So uh, I think he'll probably make the team. So I, I agree with Rashad. Yeah, I agree. I th- it would be, I would, that would be such a sh- surprising cut in regards to camp. And I think he would probably be scooped up, you know, as far as, you know, um, another team, you know, eyeing on him. Uh, but like I said, I think last year um, he had those plays where he did hang on to the ball. Those like, you know, end arounds where he used that speed and he picked up 10 yards pretty easily. So if he can put it together, he's, he could be, he, he might not be a star ever, but he could be just a really good four or five on a team and could always push, you know, other players to be better. So um, yeah, the next I mean, question, we saw, Oh, sorry. And we saw okay. like, no, a, there was some potential like the Bills game where he ran that kind of post, right? That, that mm-hmm. You see plays like that. And it doesn't mean that he's going to do that consistently, but you're like, okay, I can see his speed plays a part there. Now let's just see if we can make that more consistently. Right. And he's a rookie, rookie wide receivers, unless you're Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, it normally takes you a little bit to learn. So I don't care if he's 22 or 25, it takes a minute for a wide receiver to figure it out, right? So let's see after this year. And if it's not there, you know, next year, which I think would be his contract year, then I could see like a potential cup. I feel like it's too early. Yeah, um, I, I agree with all that. And um, it, it's going to be fun because camp is almost here. Um, the next question we have is actually going to go ahead and go around um, Justin Fields. It's uh, This is from Jim. He said, field strength in passing in the passing game is his deep ball. Bears just got a wide receiver who takes the top off defenses. I'm, he's probably referring to DJ Moore. Um, uh, yeah, I don't want to see Getsy uh, Getsy learn lean too much into that because Fields needs to develop plus reps in the short game. So his question is: When should a franchise ignore QB development and put all the chips on utilizing his strengths? Well, yeah, to yeah. developing, you're going to need to develop a short passing game, right? Like, we can't have what happened last year be the same thing next year. Otherwise, he's going to not be on the team yeah. probably in 2024, right? So there has to be some type of short passing game developed naturally for him to develop as a quarterback. So I think that Getsy is going to emphasize this next year. He, he kind of did last season, too. It just didn't work out because Fields sometimes was not very accurate with the football in the short routes. And also the receivers sometimes ran the wrong routes or the offensive line didn't hold up. I mean, that is the biggest criticism of Fields, though, that I will agree with, that he needs to get the ball out faster on the shorter routes, which I think he will this year. I mean, he was learning the system for the first time last year. So I totally agree. Like, I think to develop him as a quarterback, you're going to have to develop that short passing game because to survive in the NFL as a quarterback, you can't just always have that 60-yard deep bomb or like a 70-yard touchdown run. You have to get the five-yard dump off here, the screen pass there. Uh, be like a Kirk Cousins every once in a while because he he makes a lot of money in the NFL. Like he's made a living so so long because he's able to be a game manager um, when he has to. So yeah, I, I would think the short passing my, game still has to be developed. My heart sank when you said Kirk Cousins. Please do not put please don't be anything Kirk Cousins, please. Okay. No, no, that is I mean Kirk Cousins is better than average right like he he, yeah. he does well in the regular season it's just the postseason or the bright lights design does well but i think like to develop as a quarterback you have to have the short game because i think that builds confidence too right because 
if you if you can get little yards here and there, like you're slowly driving down the field. So I think it's actually really important is if, to look for this year. And we we're talking about like a short passing game is him and commit. Right. We saw a lot of it last year, but like third down and six, third and four, stuff like that, where he has that guy. And then also DJ Moore is pretty good at the short game across the middle. So looking at slants and things like that, just having that trust, like as Rashab said that, you know, you can see that he didn't want to throw it to the short. A lot of times I think it's because he didn't have trust in his wide receivers. But my only question is, is if you look at the running back room, honestly, none of them are actually like pass catching running backs, right? Last year, our best pass catching running back, who actually is pretty good at catching the ball is, is uh, David Montgomery and he's gone. So my question is, who's going to become that guy in the backfield to where like if Fields is, you know, if he's looking touchdown in, who's that guy he's dropping it off to? Like, who do we have confidence in that is going to be that guy? Because none of these have really, none of these guys have really shown that in their NFL career. DWC, who do you think? Yeah, it'd have to be Roshan, I think, because Khalil Herbert has already proven to not be a good pass catcher. He could improve, obviously, but I don't think at this stage, like, he's going to get that much better as a pass catcher. But Roshan in college, like, even though he wasn't known as being a pass catcher, you know, quote unquote, I think he did have some plays where, like, he did you know, make some good plays in the in, in the receiving game and the passing game. So I think that Roshan, honestly, that's why this might be a question later on. So I'm not going to talk too much about Roshan, but like he has the um, ceiling that I feel like no other running back right now has, which is why I feel like he could be RB1 because he can actually hopefully catch the ball. I mean, we're not going to know until camp starts, until the game starts. But I think I think Roshan could be that guy. Yeah, because I think he really is going to need like, I'm not concerned with Komet. I feel like Komet has shown growth through the years, and, and I think Fields has developed that trust with him for the short game. But I'm like, you, you need someone else as well, right? And a lot of times it is that running back, you know, just going off in the flat and things like that. And I'm like, uh, that used to be Monty, our guy. And now he's – that's the one part of Montgomery where I'm like, you know, I wish we had that back. But it'll be interesting to see. But I can see that with Roshan. There's um there's so much to unpack there because like with Fields uh, and that short game you're right he that's one thing he just needs to get down and I think if he does if he can develop that at least you know at a you know medium or like average level in the NFL paired with everything else that he's very very good at if not elite in regards to the running and maybe even the deep ball I think it's almost he would be very very tough to stop and I think the addition of DJ Moore I think it's been talked about obviously so many times over the offseason but it's true him on a slant he can just get it. He's faster. He's stronger. He, he's a better route runner. He's he's just at that. He's at a, a wide receiver one, and that alone is gonna. I think they've seen it in minicamp, um, and even in um, OTAs that you just couldn't stop it. Now this is the Bears defense, and it's not necessarily the best in the NFL, but at the same time, DJ Moore is DJ Moore. So, and yeah, I like just having idea. that. Yeah, no, I was just saying, just having that connection is like huge. So, mm -hmm. like, a lot of times I think when he just like, when he looks and it's like, oh, that's not open. I'm going to go here to DJ Moore. A lot of times on those quick, short passes, I think we're going to see a lot more of that. My only concern is we cannot have basically Fields is, which is weird. Fields is great at making like the hard plays. Like, this man mm -hmm. does all this crazy stuff to like make these crazy highlight real plays, even on some of his passes, right? But then you have the ones uh, – who is it, too? The tight end in the corner on, like, on third down in the red zone. You remember that? It was an easy touchdown pass, and he just, like, overthrows him, right? Uh, I can't remember who it is. He's not on the team anymore. I think it's tight end number two or three last year. But anyways, Griffin? those are the ones where it's like – who is it? Uh, Sorry, Ryan Griffin. Seen. It was Ryan Griffin. Griffin. It was Griffin. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah, but, you know, it's those plays where it's like, hey, that's like the easiest – 
the easiest play. How are you not getting that? So I'm hoping we he can kind of close the loop on that, and he's going to still make those like plays where we're just like jaw dropped. So like Dave said, if he can kind of get that all together, it's going to be very difficult to slow him down. They yeah. changed his footwork uh, last year too, which is sorry to interrupt, but they changed his footwork last year, right? Which is why I feel like maybe he wasn't the most mechanically in tune last year. So maybe going to year two in the same system, the same um scheme, the same coaching, maybe it's gonna help him out with getting the ball out quicker, with getting you know good form on his on his throws to make them more accurate. Because I feel like in year one that- he, wasn't, he wasn't like as bad on the short throws as compared to like last year sometimes. Yeah. So and he talked about that. I mean, it's a learning experience anytime you have to obviously switch something up that you've been doing for, you know, two or three years. But you mentioned this on the last question I was asked or the first question I was asked. And you basically said year two in the system. And I think that's slept on like crazy because mm-hmm. I, I, you know, being able. Well, first thing is that he hasn't done that. He hasn't had back to back years <laughs> since like college right so having something where you kind of already have the foundational pieces and then along with the second year of that new footwork right you can really start to build on it and i think it's going to help build confidence because i think like once fields because we saw last year once fields kind of got confidence it was like okay it's kind of hard to stop this guy but if we look at the season before where that man had every ounce of confidence came out by every hit he took right and you could you could see how he'd play right so i'm hoping that this second year allows him to feel more comfortable in it and then also, like we said, with his wide receivers having that comfort with like DJ Moore and and uh, Cole Komet and Darnell Mooney. So I'm excited to see that. Speaking of Roshan Johnson, um, the, obviously I think he is probably the most talented or most upside, but I do like Herbert. And maybe I just didn't, we didn't see enough of him catching the ball last year. Um, and perhaps that maybe I think he's probably working on it. You know, he wants to be part of this team probably for the long haul. So he needs to get better in both, you know, pass protection and then obviously receiving. But this question is from Marco. It says, uh, assuming Johnson shows out in camp as just a pounder, pass catcher, defender, like um, pass protection, um, who is sitting? Like who is not going to get reps? If Time he out. Is the Pounder guy. is such an interesting way. I've never heard that <laughs> yeah. from a running back. You know, yeah. I just it's, Pound the rock. it's, a, it's just an interesting Pounder. adjective to use there. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just I've never heard that, but I get what he was saying. Sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> get us off track. I just thought I was like, huh, interesting uh, word to use there. But uh, <laughs> DWC, you can answer the question. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like it might be. It might be Herbert because he's not Poles guy. Like Poles did sign Foreman this offseason. so like I, I he has been kind of so big. productive. Yeah, yeah, he has been big about playing his guys though. Like Poles has gotten rid of ninety five percent of Ryan Pace's roster, so he could just be <laughs> like, oh, we're we're not giving Herbert you know opportunities because you know Foreman was also like really efficient last year, and he we signed him this year. But I think it depends on like who's like really good in camp. Um, if Herbert has a better camp or if you know, Freeman or Foreman has a better cam. I think that's what it's going to depend on. But I honestly think the two are really, really similar. Like Herbert and Foreman are kind of similar. Maybe not like playing mm-hmm. style, but like in terms of efficiency, they were pretty similar last year. So um, yeah. I don't know how to answer that question, honestly, right now. <laughs> I think it's, it's hard to tell too. Yeah, it's hard to tell too because like right now, you know, the run game is basically non-existent. So it's not like we're getting reports on like, oh, wow, look how great Herbert and how great format or Roshan's not looking good. It's like, you have no contact. Yeah. And like, that's the whole point of running. Right. So yeah. most of the stuff we've heard out here is and obviously you obviously like, cause there's no contact. You don't get like the run schemes. Well, you get the schemes, but you don't get like the, the blocking and the holes. You don't really get to see like how the 
or get reports because we're not seeing anything, but get reports on how well the running backs are actually doing. So, and it's kind of got to be like that through training camp too. So it's just going to be interesting. I, I, my thing is like, if we look at bears fans, cause we we're kind of crazy last year and, and I, me included, I'm like, yo, Herbert's a dog, right? Like that man looked good last year. And then this year we draft a running back, which a lot of people didn't even know about some did, which is fair. And it's automatically like, who is Khalil Herbert? Get this guy off my team. You know what I mean? And I'm like, wait a minute. What happened like six months ago to now where the man hasn't even played and now the whole script has been flipped. So I'm still going to, you know, Herbert looked good. He had some of our biggest plays. I still would like to see Herbert like have that number one spot, but I also think it's going to be a running back by committee. So it's like whoever's doing well is going to stay in. And then, and then another missing piece is can can Khalil pass block or catch? Cause we haven't really seen him as a, a catching back either. You know what I mean? Cause if you can catch and you can pass block, you're getting more reps. And like you said, Rashab, uh, Roshan can do those two things. So I could see how he could rise up into the depth chart, or I guess more like uh play counts because there's those opportunities where it's like, we can put you in multiple times and we're not giving away what we're doing. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see. Okay. So this leads me to this. This was not a question per se, but it was news that broke today. And it was Josh Jacobs. I'm sure we've heard of him. He was, um, he's due a contract and there was a, a report from Garrett uh, Podell. Um, and it was the top five potential landing spots for Josh Jacobs. And there hasn't been a lot of ch- chatter with the bears at all on him, but out of nowhere, the Eagles obviously are number one. Number two is the bears uh, followed by Miami, Denver, and then Arizona. It's, 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 it was shocking to hear, but should the Bears look into Josh Jacobs? Because let me bring some of these stats here, which I is kind of crazy. Um, so 2020, he had 12 touchdowns, a thousand over a thousand yards. 2021, he had nine touchdowns, just barely um, under a thousand. But last year, we know he went crazy 1600 plus yards, 12 touchdowns, averaged almost five yards per carry. The Bears are there at number two, which is weird because obviously they have a lot of a lot of money still. Um, but DWC, like, is this ridiculous or what do you think? Should it's ridiculous, in my opinion. I don't yeah, think it's he, he's a, obviously the star. Like, I'm not gonna like deny he's a good talent. Like, it'd be good to have him on the Bears for sure. But we've seen around the NFL, like paying, especially we'd have to pay draft capital for him because he's under contract or he's gonna be under contract for the Raiders on the franchise tag. Um, so we'd have to pay like a second, third round pick for a running back. So trade that draft capital and then give him a big contract extension too. After you already signed or after you already drafted a running back in round four, which a lot of Bears fans are high on, we already signed, you know, uh, Foreman too. I don't think it would make any sense because right now we do have three pretty solid backs, right? And Fields is, is a runner with the football too. So I don't think it would it would be necessary for the Bears. Like the incremental difference from what we have right now to Jacobs is not as high as the incremental difference from like our edge rushers right now to what we could get by signing like a <laughs> or like a training for Daniel Hunter. So I, I don't think we right. should go for Josh Jacobs, even though he's a really good player. And also Poles is not, he's shown that he's, he's more of a modern GM. That man is, not, he's doing running back by committee, right? That's what we see. And that's what we're seeing with a lot of modern, modern offenses. That man is not giving up draft capital and paying the bag. For a running back, that's not happening. And then also, we have to uh, we forget Josh Jacobs is because of the Cleo Mack trade. 
So it should be it'd be interesting that now we give up draft capital to the Raiders who then draft Josh Jacobs, which then we then in return say, here's more draft capital to have you on our team. No. Ryan Pace, maybe. Ryan Poles, absolutely not. So this is ridiculous. Damn. Um, I, <laughs> I like Josh Jacobs. I think, he's a great, I think he's a great player. I think it would just be hilarious if he, was, if he ended up being in Chicago. But the same thing with Philly being number one, which they have Swift now which doesn't make a lot of sense. So maybe this is just bogus, uh, maybe. Like I said, there's not a lot of talk about, so maybe they're just throwing it out there. Um, someone also said, I mean, if the Bears or the Raiders are trying to look kind of sell some players or kind of um, trade some people away, maybe Max Crosby could be a really fun one. Um, Crosby, I don't know yeah, what that would yeah, take. I would do that. Yeah, you 100%. can have draft picks yeah. for that. But <laughs> this is yeah. the problem. It's not really a problem. Like, this is good uh, that we have this much cap space, but we're going to be involved in any scenario because we can throw money at any – there's not one player where we can't be like, here, take this. Right. So it's it's a good position to be in, but when it comes to, you know, internet clicks, like this is just what we have to deal (laughs) with in the moment, right? We're going to be somewhat involved in about everything. So, yeah. So – uh, we'll stick to the running backs real quick because I remember th- this graph actually popped up. This is from Nick Whalen on, on Twitter. He um, kind of – it was EPA per rush, and it was uh, – he said that David Montgomery, uh, which, like I said, uh, he did leave. He's in Detroit. He was the least efficient running back over the last four years, um, and that's a lot of different running – Kenyon Drake, Chris Carson, um, Jamal – just a bunch of running backs, and he was actually the least efficient – um, and so you bring in Foreman, you bring in Johnson, who could be, like I said, he could be potentially really, really good. Um, it's just shocking that Montgomery um, might might have just not been as great as like everyone, everyone you know, maybe maybe thought. Um, what are you guys thinking on that right there? Are you surprised? Yeah, like not really. Like you could see the numbers, his yards per carry were never that high with yeah. the Bears. I mean, he was a fan favorite though, so like we never wanted to talk bad about him. And I'm still not going to talk bad about him because he's always yeah, no. you know, good to Bears fans. Like really good uh, team leader and all that the intangibles are really good but yeah like on the field he's not a game-changing back he's a good back i would say because he does mm-hmm. have a pass catching ability too and a pass blocking ability too but he's not like a josh jacobs or like a saquon or anything like that so honestly if you're if you're like that tier of running back where you're not a superstar you can replace those running backs with guys in the draft very very easily so i i don't think we lost too much with um you know losing monty but i Obviously, I I wish him the best in in Detroit, except against us. Obviously, yeah, yeah. And and I'm in I the agree. same boat. It's like I'm not. It's not no hate against David Montgomery, but he is what he is. Like there was over hype about Monty, and I'm like, then why is Khalil getting all these big plays? Right? Like Monty was good at breaking tackles, but like when it came to this the outside zone type of running, it it just wasn't him. So I'm not I'm just, really surprised. Like I honestly, I feel like maybe this is just recency bias but i felt like i remember way more big runs from jordan howard back in the day than monty so like i'm like we let jordan howard right go. because he, he had a 1200 yard season right jordan howard i can't remember what like yeah. what his biggest yard season was but it was it was i think much more than the monty had yeah and i think it was more yards per carry too so it's like monty i think the thing with monty is that he's always been just like good like in the he's always been good he hasn't been bad and then he's also been like a you know a good when you talk about the intangibles like uh 
Rashad said. So he's a fan favorite. So you're going to always put a little bit more value into him. But in reality, like we talked about the modern offense, like I'm not re-signing someone who's just as a running back, just good. Like if I'm going to re-sign a running back, which is that barely happens anyways, you need to be like pretty damn good. Like you need to be a way above average where I'm going to decide that where I can draft a running back every year. I'm deciding, nope, I'm going to instead pay you. And that's because you have to be a top dog. And Monty is nowhere near that. So it made sense. I don't know why people are expected that he left. I mean, that he didn't get re-signed. I, I think that was kind of written on the wall. So, yeah, I, honestly, man, we, I, when's the last time we had like a running back, like Bobby Fields is not a running back, obviously, but that has some juice, like that can really take off, you know, and I love Johnson. I love Montgomery. I like Herbert. Even he isn't that guy that is going to, that could, you know, is fast. Let's just put it for, you know, a guy like Herbert. Justin Fields type speed. Well, no one's just, we don't, yeah, we no. haven't had anyone Justin Fields type speed, like fourth, even four, three, that's fast for some of these running backs. Mm-hmm. What was Chris, what was uh Chris Johnson? Wasn't he like four, three, four, one four. or four, yeah. two, mm-hmm. two, maybe Only like, great, I think, yeah, yeah, he was normally, I think the wide receivers sometimes are faster than the running backs. Cause they're a little bit oh, leaner. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So, but I mean, honestly though, Khalil's actually pretty fast. Like his, some of his big runs is cause he just outran people. Like he hit the yeah. hole and he was gone. He's probably our yeah. fastest yeah. running back. Cause even Forte, I don't think Forte was like, yeah, he was never fast. Breakaway really. speed, but that man, that man could hit a hole though. He okay, had vision. That weird, but really good he had vision. great ball carrier <laughs> vision, and he was great at like elusiveness, like like he could one cut and then go here and there. So, but yeah, we haven't really had someone where you're like, oh, that's breakaway speed. You know what I mean? Like an well, Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah. I mean, Terry no, Cohn had breakaway speed, but he, he was kind of like a gadget type of player, not like every down back. And, no, that's uh, actually a great call out. Yeah, because yeah. Tariq's the closest, and he was fast as can be, but that, too many injuries. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, Tariq was definitely – he was that shifty, that, that you know, just a different type of back. Uh, and I feel like – I like Foreman. I think he's actually – I think it was 4-3, four, 4-4. Four, four. I think he's a little fat. He's actually a little faster. Um, yeah. but I think – I wonder if anyways, he's lost. He's probably lost a little bit of speed, though, just because of age. But, like, I feel yeah. – I think – honestly Khalil is good enough to be that like you know they always say that lightning and thunder analogy that people always say I think Khalil's definitely our lightning guy right because I think Foreman Roshan they're more of the as that one guy would say pounders right so uh I think you know we do at least have one person that can run that outside zone and you kind of be like let me just beat you around the edge so yeah yeah (laughs) and like I said we we always have fields to kind of go back on where he could you you could call his number and yeah Wait, That's are you saying Fields is a running back? Is that what you're saying? No, no. He's a guy – he's a quarterback <laughs> that is the best running quarterback in the NFL. And uh, okay, okay. that's a dangerous weapon to have, especially if he can kind of put, you know, the short game and everything together. I have a question but, for you guys. How much – sorry to interrupt again, but how, how much do you good, guys man. want Fields to run next year, next season? I think me and Dave are on different – we have different opinions on this. But go ahead, Dave, if you want to go first. Man – the problem is I people are like, oh, could he get hurt? But he does a very good job of protecting himself. Like, he could do a lot better, but he got better as the season went on. So for me, don't take away his legs like, at all. Like if he if if I'm coaching him, which I'm not, but if I was and I was, you know, smart enough to be in that position, I feel like utilizing him on this team and being like, hey, if you see an opportunity to go go get 40, go get 40. You know, obviously there's an emphasis on the short game. There's an emphasis on you know, just being a better passer. And that's going to, I think it's going to happen. He's going to progress there, but don't ever like kind of 
you know, cuff him up and say, Hey, you can't run. Don't do what you're, you know, that no one else can do on the field because he's the best athlete. We've seen him run from guys that are corners that are running four threes. He's just faster than everyone else. And so to limit him, um, I just don't like that. But it's, at the same time, we don't, I don't want to see him running as much, obviously, especially putting, putting the shoulder down. Uh, I liked him doing it last year, you know, in Detroit, you know, versus Detroit at home. That kind of scares me too. Cause Jay Cutler, sometimes he would do that and he would just, it would be the end of the season, you know? So I don't want him to run as much, but I don't want him to be afraid to run or feel like he is kind of in concrete and has to be that Peyton Manor drop back passer, similar to what Matt Nagy was doing. So I think there's a happy medium. Um, and I think you're there. Yeah. Too, I don't think you don't want him. No, to I'm no, 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 no. Yeah. Of course not. Of course. You can't watch last year and be like, yeah, I don't want to see him take off ever again. So yeah. he does have a rookie right tackle who I think will, be good but it is a rookie right tackle so that man is going to run at some point let's be real like there's going to be people that you know you know the, the hole closes and that man's got to dip out right so i think we're going to see some of those those are actually the ones i'm more scared of because in those ones they're not you know they're not planned so you don't always have like an idea of where you're going to go or where a safety area is right to get down quickly um, I'm actually pro designated run. I want to see less of them, but I still want to see them. If we kind of look out, yeah, Jaylen those are Hurts is, right. You look at Jalen Hurts. They had so many like pistol offense. I think it's kind of like pistol where they would like designate kind of like a QB sweep or a QB uh, power, things like that. I'm definitely okay with that because you know exactly where you need to get and then you can slide down, you know, a six, seven yard run. And of course, there's going to be some where you break away as well. Like if there was no injury, obviously that's not a real world. This isn't Madden then I'd be like, run all the time. I don't care. But because the running does lead to injuries happening, we can't – We he's been injured every year. Maybe not giant injuries, but he's been injured every year. I want to see Fields play a, a full game. I mean, a full season. So, you know, give us those breakaways as a fan so I can be like, yo, he's still that motherfucker. But, like, also, let's drop back a little bit more. Hopefully we have some good protection. Let's get the ball out so that you can, you know, be there for if we get to the postseason and thing like that. So. Yeah, that's a great question, uh, DWC. What about you? What about um, you, Rashad? Where, where do you? I agree with both of you guys. I mean, you guys already stole the show there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he should still run because he has the legs that nobody else in the NFL has besides Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So you can't just take that all away because like, then that's taking away one big part of your offense that makes us so dangerous. I mean, if Fields does develop as a passer, that's why I feel like he could be an MVP type of quarterback because nobody else in the NFL besides for a few guys can run the way that he can. So you have to count for him mm -hmm. in the in the run game too, which is, you know, frees up a man um, for the QB spy, right? So totally agree. Like he, he shouldn't be running for another 1,100 yards next year. I think that'd be too much. But if he has like 700, 800, like Jalen Hurts kind of had last year, I'd be totally okay mm -hmm. with that because Jalen Hurts also had almost like 4K passing yards as well last year. So, And that's yeah. my thing too is like not only if you have 1,100, that also tells me the line was probably garbage again. Because a lot of that, a lot of his biggest runs were not planned. That man, I mean, there were some like on some RPOs and things like that. But I'm like, no, you're if right. you're running, if you're running that much, that means there's probably a higher frequency that you're like, I got to get the hell out of here. And that's not a good sign either. So I'm hoping it's like you said, Rashad, kind of like, you know, 600 to 800 yards. You know what I mean? That's still a lot of rushing yards. And there's some exciting plays with that. But if we're getting to a thousand, it's like either we're running way too many des uh, design plays or you're running for your life again, which would suck. The thing with with that, though, is he did he ran almost broke the rushing record and they didn't start utilizing his legs till week seven. 
So the fact that you're going into week one and you kind of have a solid foundation of like, okay, this is what works. This is what we're comfortable with. And then you got to factor in those 20, 30, 40, maybe even 60 yard runs that can pop off at any moment. So I think he'd, he could just get to a thousand in a very easy way because he has the full 17 games now um, instead of just like 10 or 11. And that right there is like, like I said, I think uh, the biggest argument is like, you know, we don't want fields leading the team in rushing. And I'm like, I think he can, and it might just be accidental because of the, yeah. the QB runs, of course, but then those 60, cause there's no one else that can really do that. But um, also it, running back by committee too, as well. So like it, the sp- yeah. like when fields is running, it's he's so not splitting the at- runs with anyone. You're right. So yeah, I, did the, I did that 500, 600, or if like Herbert and uh, Roshan or Foreman, however that kind of goes, however that falls, Split if it's 500, 600, or 400 there, Fields could get 700, 800 and still Easily. lead the team. You know, it's so I did the my, math. I did the math. So for 17 games, 1,100 yards, you're going to be looking at like 70, well, 65 yards per game. That's a little too high for me. So I would not want that. Like, that's a lot of rushing yards. He you could break I mean? it off today's one NFL. Run, though. That's the thing. Like, he you could, could break it off one run. But that means he, game. yes. I like I might my, my I would say like if I saw like every week ideally, there's like 30, 40 rushing yards. For me, that's like okay, there's a third down, nothing there. You ran here, maybe a couple of des- designated plays. You got 10 and 15 or something like that. I'm cool with that. Getting to like 60, 80 and it's multiple carries, not like not like one, right? He could mm-hmm. easily like, like Rashad said, just break one off. That's where I'm kind of like, eh, I want less of that. Let's convert those to passing, right? But again, I, I'll take it anyway. I'm not going to complain if Fields, again, goes crazy running. I think the problem is, is that we want to make sure that he's also passing. Like, we see the improvements in passing. I know what you can do with your feet. I need I need more evidence on your arm, so. We need a agree, uh, first a 4KR passer because we still have not had a 4KR passer. And I, I'm really confident Fields is going to be that guy eventually. I'm not sure if it's going to be this oh, okay. year. But some year well, down the road. To, I was just about to ask be, you. He is going to – I because he's the best. I still think he's the most talented like thrower of the football in Bears history. We just have never had the structure around him to like accentuate those abilities as a passer. So I know you know Bears fans seeing this are going to be you know crying in the comments. Like, oh, he's never had even you know above 2,200 yards. How are you predicting him to have – 4k yards because he did that in college when he actually had good weapons so i do yeah, think he time. could be the bears first 4k yard passer again maybe not no, this he, year because he's still you know learning you know system and with these new guys but maybe next year i i just wrote about kind of blogged about that to be honest um i think it could happen this year i know that's probably <sighs> that's, a homer take whoever but man there yeah. this offensive talent he hasn't had it since ohio state and I think yeah. there is already, like I said, emphasis on the passing game. So if everyone stays healthy and that 17th game, I mean, obviously you might have it might be too big of a jump this year, so it might not happen. But there is, I think it's possible. I think there's like a 40% chance, maybe even a little higher, that that he could eclipse 4,000, especially if he's not running. You know, what if it starts yeah. clicking and that short game, DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, Chase Chase Claypool comes out of like, you know, hibernation becomes like a pretty good if not number two and, or a very, very solid number three. And then the tight end room, it's just, I think there's a lot of weapons there that could so, be overlooked. I agree with you. It's definitely possible, plausible. I don't know, but it's actually, when yeah. you break it down, like by numbers, you're like, wait a minute, this is, not that much. Pre- this could happen, right? So yeah. we look at 17 games, right? You got about 235 yard pa- 235 yards per game. 
not that's not that crazy. And then if we think about like, let's break down the weapons, right? Because there's a much improvement improvement in the weapons. If we look at DJ Moore, his what past four years, he's averaging at least like eleven to twelve hundred. So there you go. Let's just say eleven hundred, right? Then let's do Mooney. Mooney could probably get you what like eight to nine. Yeah, yeah, eight hundred. So what? Now we're at two thousand. So then, what? Cole Komet's giving you like six hundred every year in essence, right? So there's what twenty six hundred. We got fourteen hundred left. Can we get uh, what? What do you think for Claypool? What is he gonna realistically five hundred? Five? Yeah, yeah, five. I mean, hopefully, so now, I would hope so. More. <laughs> so now Maybe. we're at thirty. Now we're at thirty one hundred. So we just need nine hundred yards Running from backs. the remaining. Yeah, from the remaining group. Now, depending on how you know that's still a lot of yards but like when you break it down you're like oh you're really not that far from getting it so but the but the thing is if you're getting at 1100 rushing yards you're probably not getting 4000 unless we're just doing some Kansas City shit and dropping 40 points yeah. a game you know what i mean so th- that'll be interesting as well but i think like what, what's a, here's a question for y'all what's a successful number then right for passing 4000 obviously we'd all agree that's fucking fantastic but like are you good with like is that to be 3,000, a little less than that? What's your guys' thoughts? It definitely has to be over 3,000, in my opinion. Like, anything below 3,000 is where you're still not being viewed, two. really, as a as a passing quarterback. He's still going to have the running back label across the league because he still hasn't had a 3KR passing season. So I would say, like, 3,300, 3,500 would be, like, my okay range, where if the offense is doing well, if he's still running with the football at that point, still has you know, a good amount of rushing touchdowns and all that, I'd be happy with that season. I still would like to see 4K, obviously, you know, above 3,500, <laughs> but I would be happy with 3,300, anything above 3,000 passing yards. Uh, I'd How say. funny if he was at like 3,990, like just <laughs> barely. <laughs> and, oh, but, but that and confirms the next year. Or some shit. Um, that confirms the next year he's definitely getting it. Like if he's yeah. honestly, I think what DWC said, uh, like if he is 30. Three to thirty-five. I'm. I feel very confident that the next year he can make that next jump of like five hundred to seven hundred yards. Like, come on, that'd be easy. Yeah. If he didn't have twenty-two hundred this year, I think it would yeah. be easier to convince ourselves to be like four thousand easily. Like, if you're even like oh, yeah. twenty-eight hundred, but since you're twenty-two, we're asking yeah. for a full double. It's kind of like uh, it's tough. But there was games where you didn't have Mooney, where you didn't. There was such or such a drop off in talent. <laughs> Luke I guess he wasn't trusting any passes. We we were last in the NFL in passing attempts by a long shot. Like it was only like 15, yeah. 20 He had passes two games. Game. I was looking at his like the attempts, and he had two games last year where he threw over 25 attempts. The rest were like low <laughs> 20s, sometimes teens. And I'm telling you, like Getsky was protecting him. Also, the talent, there's so many factors. So you well, wasn't if, our wide if you average 25, like... what did you say? No, sorry, but wasn't our wide because you're talking about the, you know the issue with talent. I think our wide receivers were like worse in the league when it came to separation as well. So like, oh, God. there's a and I, you, you, obviously the offensive coordinator knows that. So I get why he was like, hey, look, offensive yeah. line kind of ass, wide receiver core definitely ass. So like, I get why we were a run first team. It'll be interesting to see like what's your project uh, predictions of like how many like what would you be comfortable with with like average attempts per game. Because let's say, what was last year's? Anyone know off the top of the head? Dave, do you remember the exact Yeah, number? I was looking at it. It was like low – I think it was almost low 20s, if not like 19, 20. So, yeah, what's well, like good. a – what would you like to see? Because we're not going to see like 40. Like it's not – this isn't Patrick Mahomes. But like what 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 would be acceptable in that in, in your guys' eyes? 
Well, I mean, 25 probably, like 20, 25, 26. I mean, right. league average league average is like 32, 33. So we're still going to be way below league average at that point. But. Get me 25 at least. At least. Yeah. Um, that, I, there's a problem if it's not, in my opinion. Especially because it's in, another one of my reasons is why he could hit 4,000 is just where the league's at. Like, it's a passing league. The defense, it, there's so many things going for the offense and a lot of things are going against the defense. So um, if Fields can kind of take that step with the talent that's around him now, I don't see why he can't get to the, to 4,000 at least within the next year or two. Um, and I still three, think but. the thing is, though, too, I still feel like we're going to be a run-heavy team, you know, like Kyle – because we're running like a Kyle Shanahan type offense, right? And, and even yeah. Kyle Shanahan, they run all the time. So I think this year, I don't think he's going to get 4,000 because of that, because we're still going to rely heavy on the run, including him. But I do think overall his numbers are going to go up and his efficiency in the passing is going to go up as well. For me, that's successful, right? Like attempts going up in yards per game and things like that. I just feel like because we're still going to be running heavy, like we, we drafted a running back and we signed one in free agency. So don't think that we're not going to be running the ball. Right. So oh, yeah. it'll, it'll pounding be interesting the rock. Yeah. Pounders back there. So <laughs> <laughs> what a question. It's just funny. I didn't even think about it. Too, you know, said that, but anyways, we'll, we'll kind of ended it there, but a cool thing with fields um, that kind of broke today, which was kind of, kind of cool was Justin Fields uh, was in Florida training with a bunch of the guys, bunch of wide receivers on the bears. So it was fields, PJ Walker, Nathan Peterman, the goat chase Claypool uh, <laughs> Webster. Uh, is it Nisimba? Simba? Uh, Simba. I think it's Simba. Is it Simba? Silent. I didn't know. Yeah. He was on the team, so. wow. Well, I don't yeah, know if he's on the team, Webster. but he's practicing. Yeah. He's getting the yeah, reps. He, he's still on the yeah. team. Remember, oh, we haven't then, made major uh, cuts yet. So everyone's yeah, on the yeah. team at this point. point. Yeah. And uh, Darice Dar- Fountain, which, man, I don't I don't think I, I don't even know. One. Yeah. I don't even know um, what that is. I ain't going to cap. Anyways, uh, I bet he's very <laughs> talented, though. Um, Cole Komet, St. <laughs> Brown, Mooney, and then Tyler Scott are all down there training together, getting those, uh, getting that chemistry, which I love. And then obviously DJ Moore um, is actually, his, his wife is expecting. So at any second here, that's probably why he's not there. So no need to freak about that. You know, don't give him the Chase Claypool treatment, which DWC, uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that, man? But we'll end there. Isn't that, how do you feel about Chase Claypool and kind of just the heat that he's. He's getting hate for everything. He can like cure cancer at this point and still get hate for it. I mean, I think it's because he puts himself himself out there a lot. Like he's on TikTok. He's like talking trash, you know, saying he's like the number three best receiver in the NFL and like all that stuff. So he does talk trash. So I kind of get it, but. They hate on everything mm-hmm. this man does. He can do anything off the field, and they post about him because they know fans around the NFL are going to click on it and give them clicks. So I, I think at this point, it's just, it's just you know, freaking stupid. But what can you do? Well, yeah. it's good to know that he knows BFR is on his side because he did. Didn't he comment yeah, on? Yeah, he retweeted your, you guys. He yeah, retweeted. Awesome. G, oh, he retweeted Dave. I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was just my tweet. I was just like, it's oh, fine. Shit. We'll count. We'll count it. But yeah, I, I, I was think, like, I agree with you, uh, Rochelle. That that this shit's wild. Like, I get, like, you could be disappointed last year, but the man came to – we just spent 10 minutes talking about how we did not try to pass the ball last year. We're the least effective in passing the ball. And then people are like, why did this man not go off for 1,000 yards in, like, eight games? It's like, I don't I don't yeah. get it. It's, it. All this warranted hate in this, like, dead zone of a period, it just – can we, like, give the man a full season to see? You know what I mean? Like, now, this year he's not – you know, he doesn't live up to expectations. You know, let's say he doesn't get, like – 
four or five touchdowns, 500 yards, then, I mean, I'm not the one that like hate on someone, but then I can understand where all this negativity comes from. But it's like, we haven't even given this man a full season with, mm-hmm. with, with fields, like, come on and a full off season. So people are crazy. Yeah, he's the draft fine, also man. is kind of the reason why, because we traded number 32. So I, I think we traded like a fifth round That's pick tough, for yeah. people. People wouldn't care about it, but they, they take Or that. yeah, but if it was the Ravens, like it originally was reported, I would be, I would feel fine. And I, I still yeah. am okay because you didn't but it's know. Like, you didn't know. Yeah, but it's, I get it. It's like, oh, it's a first round pick because the Miami one got forfeited. But I still look at it and it's like, we. it's the second rounder. So you can find a gem at that pick and you can find a gem somewhere else in the second. It's not like it was, it was, oh, it was this option or a fourth rounder. You know what I mean? They were both second rounders and we just got the later one. So I don't know. I think people really freak because with the draft, people get like that. Well, you know, his expected value was at pick 34 and he went pick 37. You know what I mean? It's like, well, did you get the guy you want or not? You know, so I'm not really tripping over it. I just want to see a full season and then I can kind of address and be at least midway and be like, okay, let's kind of look at it now and see how he's doing compared to last year when it was just a shit show. When it came to basketball. You guys think, um, one last question. Do you got who do you, who do you no, think between Mooney and Claypool is going to be extended or both are going to be extended? Oh, Mooney for sure between the two. Yeah. Between the two, Mooney for sure, but I could see both if he plays well. Yeah. If it's all on Claypool. Well. Like, cuz I think Mooney is going to be fine. I think he, the injury I think he's going to bounce back and that chemistry is already there with Fields, their best friends. I think keeping a guy like that around um is important, especially if he's producing. Um and I don't see why that wouldn't happen, but with Claypool, it really is up to him. He just has to produce. If he produces, I think they're going to find a way to keep him, DJ Moore, that trio alone if it, it could be very good. If if not top 12 in the league as far as if they all kind of reach their potential uh, and they're all relatively young, you know, so we don't know exactly what they, what their uh, ceiling is. It could be Claypool kind of never gets back to that rookie season, but at the same time he could damn well. Well, imagine very close. We're talking about fields, 4,000 yards. That's one of the biggest things to get him there. Like if Claypool is going off for like 800, 900, right. And then you have Mooney doing something similar. And then you have uh, more getting his 1,000 plus. That's almost 3,000 yards right there between three people. So if, if I know that's like the ceiling, I would say. But if he if he does that and another big key, a big piece which could get him to do that is that it's a contract year for him. His first opportunity to sign, which is obviously, you know, first time getting the bag. A lot of times your biggest money. This man is going to be doing everything possible. You need me to run block and I hate it. I'm run blocking. You need me to run routes. I don't want to run. I'm running them because he wants to get paid and, you know, generational money. So if there's a year to see Claypool go off, kind of like how we did his, you know, rookie year or even better than that, this is the year to see it. So let's give it some time to see what happens. And Robert Schmitz, we had him on last pod. He he said that Chase Claypool, and I think a lot of people might even agree with this, is that uh, he is the most gifted, the most talented physical receiver on the Bears. You know, he's tall, he's fast, so it's there. It's just can he start putting it all together? Can Justin Fields kind of unlock that too if he takes that next step? So I think it's going to be interesting, man. I, I hope everything goes great, and we're talking about, you know, we're not talking about wide receiver come next next year's draft. We're talking about edge. We're talking about maybe defense or or maybe another lineman. Because um, if we can lock down those three receivers and then just add, bring in, you know, maybe Tyler Scott, Bayless, and keep that rotation, um, I think it could be fun for the next couple of years. So that's a good question, though, DWC. Yeah, I hope it goes off. You know, I think Mooney's going to be set. 
because he's homegrown. And I think that that's locked in, but I would love to not have to worry about getting a wide receiver. Like, yeah. like, cause we know there's holes on our defense right now. Like a Wouldn't lot. Mind, so it'd be Harrison nice. Junior though. Sure. Of course. <laughs> that, like if there's an opportunity, but like, there's so many things to re- have to rely on, like getting the draft position to have the opportunity to get someone like him. I'd rather have the safer bet and be like, we've kind of got what we got. Doesn't or, mean like he's there. We can get him, but hear me out to really please every bears fan that's pissed off by trading a second round pick or, you know, high, it would have been first, I think with the dolphins and everything chase Claypool has like eight, 700 yards plays very well. And the bears have that, you know, a couple of picks in the first round, they have a lot of capital and they end up trading Claypool getting Marvin Harrison jr. They get the second back. What if you extend him? Oh yeah, I do an extended yeah, trade. You have to extend, yeah, yeah. franchise, tag. yeah, which it, it, or yeah. franchise it's tag, probably, yeah, tag and trade, yeah, because they I don't think do extended more trades a, in NFL. I think it'd be more of a franchise, yeah, because I don't think yeah, they don't extend do, him. It's not the NBA, really. Yeah, no. I was gonna say NBA does that. We we typically but, do the tag and trade, but still, I get you. You could get that. It's all just hypothetical, being hilarious, but just to get that yeah, second yeah. back and be like, all right, we're good, you know, and, and then you get Marvin yeah, Harrison. Hopefully, Jr. hopefully that's the Carolina pick because if that's our pick down there or something like that. Like, oh, yeah. we've got some issues. Like, because obviously the season did not go well. But I guess if you're trading, it would be us trading further back up I'm, for the like that. Yeah, I'm being ridiculous. It, it was just being funny. <laughs> uh, but well, we want Marvin. We want Marvin Harrison. But I think we're in a good position. Think about this. It's like the first time in a minute. Like, well, maybe 2000. Was it 2010 with Marshall and Jeffrey and Forte and Cutler and uh, mm-hmm. Martellus Bennett? Like, this is, we haven't been here in a minute to where we're now. We can joke around and have these hypotheticals about like how we can even make this room even more electric you know so it's a good problem to have like for once thank goodness i agree yeah man. just a year ago we were talking about eq sam brown is receiving number two <laughs> year ago. Ourselves into it, like, okay in year. i can insane. see this yo last year was crazy <laughs> having to watch those games with like bro uh, tough i was trying like, to have myself down, like byron pringle and Byron Pringle barely – he only played like four games last year and got arrested in the Bro, and barely too. made any plays too. Like that was our big like – He was injured too, right? Off-season signing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, He was, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. What, what a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a lot better. We're in a better spot. But uh, DWC, yeah. man, we, we appreciate you hopping on. Um, I know we're, yeah. you're excited to finally kind of get some football back here in a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. um, we'll have you on again probably after, like, once the season actually starts and we have, yeah. you know, something to kind of assess. But anyways, <laughs> um, we, we, we'll put all your socials, uh, your YouTube. Obviously, you're an amazing content creator. We appreciate you. So we'll put all your stuff here. Um, and then give where can we find you again? Please. Yeah, give him a follow. Where can we follow you? Or DWC it's just the same. on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's whatever handle he puts uh, in the And threads, right? Yeah. Yeah, same, <laughs> yeah. On, same on Instagram as well, right? Yeah. Uh, it's the uh, Windy but... City Prod on Instagram. I don't think uh, I could get it. There we go. Either. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, That's all right. We'll put it all in there. Follow the man. Okay. He's got great stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And then he also has his podcast, which I think you guys are going to be ramping back up soon, right? Once camp starts. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's we've both been getting kind of busy, so not sure when that's going to start Working back everything. up. But I'll I'll have awesome. on my YouTube channel either way. So yeah, awesome. Hell yeah, awesome. we're ready well, for hey. that highlight the the season preview. Yeah, I gotta start so crafting that, that 2023 hype video. I gotta. Yeah, I know that early, takes you a minute, so I don't yeah, want to rush you, but I, I love I it. Spend, I can't spend all day just working on the highlight reel, so I'll probably start making that in like a few weeks or so. It'll be out by just start like before week one, an hour obviously. a day or every other day. Yeah, put a couple, yeah. you know, thirty yeah, minutes how, into how, it. How long does that take? I feel like that's got to take forever, right? 
Do the Justin Fields highlight video because now I actually have to go seven the minutes. NFL game Pass, they they ruined the whole system where you can't search for highlights anymore by name. So I have to go manually through every single game and look at the highlights, get the highlights. So that video mm. took me a good three weeks to make, probably 30 hours or so. So Jeez. but hey, he saw it and he quote tweeted it, it shared it. it. Yeah. That's it was so that's not... yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the shit's so fire. I, I so go watch go again. watch all his highlight videos. I love those. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, the shit's fire. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, again, we appreciate it. And like I said, we'll have all your stuff here and, and we'll we'll catch you catch you here back here soon, okay? All right. Peace out, guys. Peace. I just want to go ahead and thank DWC once again, hopping on the pod. Reoccurring guest. I think he's just, uh, he's a great, uh, just creator, great Bears Twitter um, member. And we just appreciate him taking the time to uh, just speak with us. Uh, We'll have all his socials, like we said here. Uh, Ficky Man, as always, how do you think the conversation went? Oh, it went great. I love talking to Rashad. I think it's fantastic. Um, Congrats for him and his new job, too, and doing YouTube. Like, that's that's yeah. a lot so that's good too and I'm, I'm glad that he's still pumping out the content and then most importantly i'm glad he confirmed that for sure we're gonna get a hype video i know last hey, time he was on i was talking so about it <laughs> i know i feel so bad i'm like a fiend over here i'm like please this yeah. is what i need this was just make your like, own man let's see what you got bro, the man said he put in 30 <laughs> hours for it and his stuff was tough like yeah. that I mean, Fields retweeted it. You think I, yeah. bro, it would take me 300 hours. I just want to see what like you was, got, to be honest. Oh, man, that is, it would not be. Just give me a 30-second hype video. <laughs> I could probably do 30. I could, I could probably do 30, but I'm not going to be able to compare to Rashad, uh, what he's got over there. So definitely be on the lookout for when that drops. I know I will be, so. Absolutely. Well, guys, we appreciate it. If you If you enjoyed the video, if you liked the content, um, and you want to help support the channel in an easy way, uh, but meaningful is just go ahead and hit the like button. It really does help the channel grow, helps kind of get the video out there. Um, we appreciate all the love uh, and we'll see you next time. Absolutely. Peace.